0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
1: I will call upon you to do a service for
0: me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com.
1: Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SD Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Jeremy Brenner is traveling and he will be off this evening. um, Which is a little upsetting because he and I aren't doing our 300th episode uh, together, I should say, um, of what was formerly known as Harden My Take. And is now the Dream Shake. This is actually our 200th episode of uh, the Dream Take, but Jeremy and I's 300th episode um, together uh, over the past three years. Uh, it's been an an honor uh, to share the podcast uh, floor uh, with him, building the show to what it is today. Uh, we can't thank all of our incredible listeners enough uh, for you guys joining us for three. 100 shows. So we'll be talking about that this evening. Uh, We've got some news and notes. But if you are joining the show tonight, there is a request to speak button. I want to hear from you. Uh, This show, we started a couple years ago, Jeremy and I together, because we wanted to give you, the Rockets fans, a platform that you can join uh, almost on a nightly basis. Uh, We're averaging four shows a week. Uh, three, three to four shows a week right now, but we want to hear from you. We want to know how you are feeling um, about the state of the Rockets, right? Um, you know, the, after landing last week, the third overall pick in the draft, they've got the number 17 pick in the draft. If you have thoughts about what you want them to do in the draft, you hit that request to speak button. If you want to talk about guys that they should be targeting in free agency, uh, I have my thought on that, but I want to hear from you. Uh, there are uh, things that are being uh, talked about with the Rockets coaching wise. There's some names that are being thrown out, but this is a way to end our week or start our week, however you want to see it. I want to give all of you the opportunity to come talk Houston Rockets basketball with me, our 300th episode. Again, we're so blessed and lucky to be here and to be able to talk Rockets basketball with all of you as often as we can. So, until we have that speaker request button board lit up, you've just got me this evening. So, um, what I did this week is had a full circle of emotions, if you will. When we were doing our show on Tuesday, we were live during the lottery you guys might remember that I was upset when the Rockets landed that third overall pick because it was deflating. It was a feeling of this is now two years in a row. The Rockets had the worst record in the league. And yet again, they do not come away with the number one pick in the draft. Okay. So it was upset uh, the night of the lottery. Then we get, (coughs) excuse me, had a couple days to think on it. And I remember telling Jeremy, I said, I said to him, I said, you know what, it came to a realization, I am no longer upset. And I said, I'm okay with the third overall pick. And why is it that I'm okay with that third overall pick? Because there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing that I can, you know, there's no sense in being upset about it. I was actually talking to my dad about this today. And he said, well, if you had the number one pick in the draft, who would you take? And I told him Jabari Smith, Auburn. And he said, well, I mean, you know, that would be a good pick, you know, but what do you think is going to happen at three? I said, ultimately, I think it's Paolo Bencaro. And as I'm talking about this, I'm joined uh, by the GOAT himself, Jeremy Brenner. I'm not sure what state you're in. I believe you're still in California. But welcome to tonight's show. How are you? Yeah,
1: I'm joining from... The opposite coast, so I'm a little bit disoriented. Uh, had a very long couple of days, but I'm glad. That's I fair. feel like it being our three hundredth show, I had to do everything in my power to try to at least pop in for a little bit. But oh, uh, well, so, it's wonderful to have you. Happy three hundred. Happy three hundred. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm in I'm in California right now. Uh, my brother graduated from college this week. Today, this morning, at 8 in the morning. It was really rude. Um, it should be against the law. It wall. really should. And the, and the ceremony was like two plus hours. And oh, hard, I yeah. was just... Yeah, there was... And like, he goes to a small school, or he went to a small school. But like, it was a long ceremony. Um, it, was, it was cool, though. Um, now, I'm not the only college graduate Good. in the fam. Um, but... A little bit disoriented. I've, I've flown about 3,000 miles this week and a little, a lot a bit tired, but we, we keep pushing. So, sorry to kind of interrupt. We I keep, knew, like, I knew I wanted oh, no, to jump no, no. in, you're but perfect. I didn't want to, like, steal your thunder, but yeah. But I'll talk a little Rockets while No, happens. you're good, man. And then I'll have to sign off and go um, back
0: to family stuff. Yeah, before you sign off, I do want to get your take on something not related to what we were just talking about. Um, okay. did you get a chance to see Charles Barkley and his entrance tonight at the Mavericks Warriors game? Have you seen this video? I did here? not. Okay.
1: No. You want to you want to send it to me? Uh
0: I will send it to you. Um I just want you to know that yeah, he uh they started the broadcast this evening. He rode in on a horse. Um to the NBA on TNT set tonight. It was awesome. It's so Charles Barkley is up with. Yeah. Charles Barclay is in America. Like turn. he did that. Cause he's in Texas. He's so but great. Like, yeah. He's fighting, so great.
1: Like Texas is not all that. Like Texas is not like, whoa, oh, we whoa. go to horses to school and
0: all that. No, but you like, oh, he's he in a feud little... with the Warriors fan base. Um, like, oh, he doesn't yes. like the Warriors. Yeah. Team, just like the, yeah. Just like the rest of us. Okay. Um, but I want to get your take as a Rockets fan, real quick. Because I see a lot of discourse on Twitter right now. Like, who are you rooting for in this series? Because people are like, well, you have to root for Dallas because you know you're in this, you know, the if you're a Rockets fan, you know, support the state of Texas. I'm like, no, I, I'm supporting the Mavericks because I hate the Warriors. Um like, are you rooting for the Warriors or the Mavericks in this series? Uh, <laughs>
1: Can I say neither? Is that a loaded like, question? question? Yeah,
0: right. It is a very loaded question.
1: You're just question. Rooting, for, you're oh, rooting for Ties. I, you know what? I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, you know, I did write for a Mavericks blog for a little bit. Um, so, and I do, you know, I'm rooting for a good series. How about, how about that? I want this series to go to seven. Sure. Um, you yep. know, I will say this, and I can have friends to back me up on this. I did have the Mavericks beating the Suns. I said that at the beginning of the series. So I do have a soft spot a little bit for this Dallas team, just because I've, I've kind of been on the train a little bit earlier than a whole lot of other people. But I will say like, I don't, you know, when the Rockets aren't really involved, I really don't give much of a damn who wins. (laughs) Like, I mean, um, but I do hope for good basketball. So I, I hope the Mavericks sure. can find a way to win three of the next four games. Maybe the Warriors win one of those, get it to game seven. Uh, and I want to see some fireworks. That's what that's what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for fireworks. Is that a good enough
0: answer for you, Mike? Uh, it is, I would say. Uh, right. Better game tonight. It looks like the Mavericks showed up. Um, but I got to thinking Rockets-wise today, and I want your opinion on this. I know that there's talk about the Rio Grande Vipers. Uh, Coach Mahmood, uh joining stephen silas 's staff
1: Mahmoud Abdelphetta yeah
0: yes, I really like if it. you I really were like it, we talked about it a little bit yeah here here 's my question that I want to ask you. I want you to put yourself in stephen Silas 's shoes if you were Stephen Silas, would you be on board with this hire because the thought entered my Absolutely. my mind today that if you had to ask me right now who I'd rather see be the head coach of this team, Mahmud or or Steven, I'm taking Mahmud.
1: Now that's so a bit
0: if, if
1: you're Steven Siles. That's a bit that's a bit much, Mike, but
0: No, I mean that but to me, that's just how I feel that I would but rather you're asking, have. You're, you're him saying as a the guy
1: that has never coached an NBA game versus someone who's been in the NBA for twenty years.
0: As an assistant coach, and he hasn't had any success as a, a head well, right, coach.
1: But, I mean, neither, my, neither has Abdel Feta. Sure. So you're asking, like... I mean, my, my question is, if you he's were... He's not Stephen ready to Cyrus, be a head coach you? yet. Just because he was a head coach in the G League and he did well doesn't mean he's ready to be a head coach in the NBA. That's like, that's like saying that's Will Weaver was going to be a good assistant because he was a good head coach overseas. He had the number one defense overseas, and... Two years into his Rockets tenure, he had the 30 be- 30th best defense in the NBA. So not always does it translate. I think Mahmoud abdel Feta would be a good um, addition to our coaching staff because he is familiar with Kevin Porter. He is familiar with Dacian Nix. He's familiar – like those guys are going to be the ones winning if he does come to the coaching staff. And I think you, sh- you will see – a little bit more investment into those guys. You know what I'd really like to see? I'd really like to see him coach the summer league team. I think that would be really interesting and kind of give him like a trial run just to kind of see where a lot of things could go. He's not going to be a head coach anytime soon, but I, I do think as an assistant to the staff, I think he'd be reaching and What it would show is the Rockets are really trying to invest in the – in the guys that they have that have played for him. And Usman Garuba, I think, would also really benefit from it. He would focus on those guys. And I think I think that would be a good sign, because it shows that the Rockets aren't just going to throw away the players that they've been working on.
0: Fair. No, I mean, I just asked ask the question. I mean, you you and I both know that I am not a Steven Silas guy. I like Why the... I would like the idea of something fresh and something new. And I really like what I saw from him in his tenure with the, in his current tenure with the Rio Grande, you know, club. That's why, for me, if you ask me, I would rather have Mahmood. Um, but I just thought it was, I thought it was an interesting take um, or interesting question to bring up, I should say. Yeah. Um,
1: I've got to, I've got to sign off, Mike. All right. Uh,
0: really glad that I
1: was able to at least pop in for a little bit um i apologize for kind of dropping the ball a little bit but uh sometimes all good things buddy. come in uh but yeah you'll see me in a couple of i guess sometime this week i'm i'm assuming definitely sometime this week hopefully uh yep, thank you for to sure. all of our listeners uh who've listened to us for this long um it's still hard to believe that people uh tune in so um and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but, uh, you know, it's really humbling, uh, I should say, that uh, people have stuck with us for this long. So we uh, on behalf of Mike and I, we are truly grateful for each and every one of you who are listening to this episode, who are listening, who've listened to past episodes. Uh, thank you very much.
0: My pleasure. Right. And thanks
1: to you, Mike. I, we wouldn't I would hey. not. You know, this podcast would be nothing without you. So
0: really, thank you very much. Goes both ways. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right, man. Um, So that was Jeremy Brenner live from California. Now I want to hear from you. What do you want to talk about Rockets-wise? There's a lot on the table. There's, you know, possible coaching changes that could be coming in uh, or added to the roster, I should say. There's obvious draft talk. There's free agency talk. Uh, Tillman Fertitta opened his mouth this week to talk about the state of the team. Uh, There's new video of Jalen Green busting out incredible dunks, which is always exciting. Um, so I want to hear from you. If you're listening here on Spotify Live, there is that request to speak button. We can literally talk anything Houston Rockets related that you guys would like to talk about. Uh, until then, I was looking around the interwebs over the past couple of days uh, for mock drafts. Um, it's so funny because if you look at, you know, the bigger you know, draft sites out there. You know, I look at uh, you know, you go to the Bleacher Report uh, ones. Everybody, it seems like, has something different for, and I focus mostly on, you know, the top five picks uh, just to see where they think everyone is going to go, but especially, you know, that 17 uh, pick that the Rockets hold from Brooklyn. Um, but if you look at these draft sites, like right now, I'm looking at MBA Draft.net, and they've got uh, Jabari Smith going number one to, to Orlando. If Jabari Smith goes number one to Orlando, to me, it would be somewhat surprising uh for the simple fact that you know you've got the the Jalen Suggs uh uh connection uh with Chet Holmgren. You know, they played together uh both when they were back in high school. So I think Jabari Smith. I'm on the Jabari Smith train of he's going to be the best player in this draft, um, the freshman from Auburn. Uh, but if you go to these different sites, there's there's so many different variations on what you know the sites think is going to happen in this draft. You know, there's a lot of people that will have Jabari Smith going number one. There are people that have uh, uh, Chet Holmgren going number one. Most people have Paolo Boncaro to the Rockets at three. And it got me thinking today. If the Rockets drafted Paolo Boncaro at number three, what grade would you give that uh, draft selection? And you can tweet me at podcast underscore MB uh, if you're listening to the show you know, tomorrow or the day after. What grade would you give the Rockets if they ended up with Paolo Boncaro uh, at number three. And the, the official grade that I would give it, I would give it a B- minus for a couple of reasons. Number one, the Rockets at this juncture do not need Paolo Boncaro. The Paolo Boncaro, the player, 6'10", 250, they have a guy who's 6'10", 250. They have Christian Wood. If they move on from Christian Wood, I think the pick makes obviously a lot more sense when you look at what it means. And Sean says we're so far out in draft terms that I really think it's even odds of any one of the three guys going there. Paul says, Hey, it's the best available player. No other, uh, no other choice at that point. See, I don't agree with that though, Paul, because in my opinion, there is another player that I would take a look at. And that's Jaden Ivy from the point guard from Purdue. Um, But the thing is, if you draft Paolo to this team, even if you move Christian Wood, you still have a glaring problem in the front court, and that's you don't have anybody who can protect the rim. And the the thing about it is, and I've thought more about this, and when you look at the top three guys, Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, Paolo Boncaro, in order of what these guys could impact the Rockets with their skill set. To me, it's Jabari, then Chet, then Paola. Because Jabari gives you something that you do not have right now. And that's a wing presence that has a ceiling of being downright elite. You don't have that right now. There's not one guy on the wing right now that has the potential of being a star. You've got, you know, KJ Martin Jr. I think he can be a really, really good player. He has no star power. Jay Sean Tate, same way. Jabari Smith gives you a guy that you absolutely are lacking at this point. And you're seeing it right now in the playoffs. You know, guys like, you know, Miami's got Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. um, uh, What's his name? Um you know, those two guys that just come to mind right away. You have P.J. Tucker, who's not elite, but is still enough of an impact on the defensive end that the Rockets don't have that type of guy on the roster right now. You look at Boston. You've got uh, Jalen Brown, and you've got Jason Tatum. Uh, you look at the Warriors. You've got Clay Thompson. You've got uh, Jonathan Kaminga. You've got Jordan Poole. You have all these guys that are considered elite talent, at that wing position, the Rockets simply don't have that right now. You move on to the next guy. You look at Chet Holmgren. Now, am I a Chet guy? No, I'm not. But if you add him to the roster, you have something that you just don't have right now. And that's a rim protecting big man. Because out for, for everybody who loves Alper and Shang-Goon, I love I love Alper and Shang-Goon not as much as anybody, but I love his upside. I love what I saw from him in his first year in the league. I think he can grow on that, but he's not a rim protector. He's a guy that wants to get the ball at the three-point line and create either for himself or for his teammates. That is not what you need at that position. Paul says Jabari Smith is obviously our best pick, but unfortunately the. The almost the entire league feels that way too. Tankara will be a great compliment to Green in a major upgrade over Christian Wood. Okay, so let's break down that take real quick. Because and, and Paul, if, if you're able to join the show, hit that request to speak button because I, you know, obviously would like to start a dialogue with you. Um, but totally understand it if you can't. Um, here's my question when you say he's a major upgrade over Christian Wood. I think people don't realize what Christian Wood's stats were last year. I mean, he averaged 17.9 points and 10.1 rebounds a game. So when you say he's a major upgrade over Wood, if you had a $1,000 to bet on this next statement next year for Paolo Boncaro, Paolo Boncaro will average better than 17.9 points and 10 rebounds a game. Would you make that bet? Because I don't know if I would. I mean, that, that's a totally upgrade in talent that he's going to be facing. You know, Paolo Boncaro, obviously, in his elite-level prospect, when he played in the ACC, I mean, I think the ACC is a decent league. I don't think it's a great league for, you know, college basketball. You know, it's not the Big Ten. It's not the Big 12. Um, so it, it's an interesting take. To say that Paolo Bonquero will be a major upgrade over Christian Wood now, in the sense that he would fit better with Jalen Green, that Paolo Bonquero will be okay taking a uh, back seat to Jalen Green, yeah, potentially. You know, Paul, I could totally see that, but from a numbers perspective, I, I don't. I don't think I would go as far to say that. Paolo Boncaro will be a major upgrade to what he's going to give the roster numbers-wise next year. And Sean says, the real question isn't at three. It's what we can do with 17 and other players on our team to move up to four, seven, or eight to complement the pick we get at three. That's that's a very good point. And the one draft that I'm seeing right now, uh, and this is at nbadraft.net, so shout out to them. Um, at number 17, they have us taking Mark Williams, the 7-1 center out of Duke. I mean, if they come out of this draft at 7 – if they stay at 17 and they get Mark Williams, yeah, you can go ahead and sign me up uh, for that in about 4.6 milliseconds. Uh, last year – so he played two years at Duke. So he's a sophomore, so he's a little bit older um, in the draft. He's not a you know just a first-year guy. Um, so in 20 and 21, he averaged seven points and four and a half rebounds uh, in that COVID year. Last year, his numbers jumped to 11 points and seven and a half rebounds a game. Now at seven one, you know 240, I think he's gonna need to put on a little bit of weight when he gets to uh, the NBA. Uh, but he's he's a the definition of a rim protecting big, and that's what's that's what's so cool to me is the Rockets at three and 17, I don't think if I had to bet that same thousand dollars, Paul, you know, if I had that money, uh, you know, to bet on, on this as well. If I had to bet a thousand dollars, will the Rockets be picking at number three and 17 on draft night? I would say no. I don't think they're moving out of three because I think if they move out of three. To me, it's all about the return. There's really not a return out there that, that would get me jazzed up about moving out of three because the guy that you can get, it's it falls off so so steeply after four because uh, I do think Jaden Ivey is not as good a prospect as Holmgren, Smith, or Boncaro, but for me, Jaden Ivey is right there. Then you start talking about guys like Shadon Sharp. Shadon Sharp is such a step down from those top three guys and then Ivey. Um, uh, that I don't think they're picking at seventeen. I think they are going to move up. Uh, I don't think they're moving back. I think they're going to move up from seventeen. And a guy to watch for me would be a Mark Williams, you know, because and I think it's not something that they're going to do ahead of time. Obviously, I think they're going to have to look and see what the board shakes out. And it's so funny, Sean, because I know you and I have talked about this before. Jeremy and I have batted this around a little bit, but the pipe dream for me this offseason would be DeAndre Ayton. I don't think they're getting DeAndre Ayton. So then you move to the draft and you say, I, I don't think Holmgren will be there at three because I think he's going one or two. But, you know, Oklahoma City and Orlando could be scared off by his frame. And let's say he's there at three. And let's say they do get Chet Holmgren, right? Let's just, you know, say, hey, they get Chet Holmgren. A guy for me to watch would be Tari Eason. We talked about him on the last show. But if Tari Eason in the same mock draft is mocked to 13, that would be a place possibly at 12. You know, you move up with Oklahoma City. So Oklahoma City loves accumulating that draft capital. You know, let's say, you know, they go they call the Rockets and say, okay, what are you going to give us for 12? Can you imagine if the Rockets come out of this draft with Atari Eason and Chet Holmgren, for me, that would be, you know, right around a B plus or an a draft. I, I, cause you can't do much better than that because for me, they would be solving that rim protector issue with Holmgren solving that wing issue with a guy like Tari Eason, uh, who the Rockets have been connected to. So, those types of scenarios, they're so fun to kick around, Sean. And, and I agree, That's, that 17 pick, I think if they play their cards right, I think that they can get, you know, a, a heck of a player. You know, if, let's say they were to stay there at 17, if you pick up a guy like, a, you know, a Kendall Brown, uh, the 6'7 uh, forward from Baylor, uh, Jeremy Socon, uh, the 6'9 power forward, let's say they were, you know, to come out of, you know, the top three with a Jabari Smith, if you can supplement that with a guy like a Mark Williams, you know, out of Duke. Those are the types of moves that I'm looking to the front office for to make this roster as competitive as possible next year. Um, Because that's where I do feel like the Rockets are going. uh, Is I think they're going to select two guys on the night of the draft. uh, At least two, I should say. But I'm going to bet on two. I'm going to bet on... You know, a forward of some kind, either a power forward or a small forward. You know, i.e., a Apollo Banquero, uh, and I think they're they're going to go big. I think they are going to. That's where they solve that rim protector, uh, big that they are so desperate for. Um, you know, I, I think the two guys to watch for me, and and the the first one that I'm going to say is I, I I think they would have to move up for him. I think the Rockets come out of this draft with either Mark Williams, Duke or Jalen Duran from Memphis. Those are the two guys that I feel like the Rockets will end up with one of them on the night of the draft. So that's my hot take for this evening. Uh, before I wrap the show up uh, just on a personal note for me, um, I am so appreciative of the opportunity that the dream shake gave me uh, a little over three years ago doing our 300th episode. Now Jeremy and I could not ask for a better Uh, Partner in crime to do this show with. I am so thankful uh, to Darren Yuvon, uh, who uh, managing editor for uh, the Dream Shake. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you to all of our listeners um, that spend your time uh, listening to the show. Guys like Sean, guys like Paul, guys like uh, Ryan. There's so many people that have interacted with us since our move to Spotify Live. Um, The opportunity to be a paid podcaster for Destination Vox Media to be able to talk about my team, the Houston Rockets, is such a blessing. I do not take it for granted, and I am so thankful to all of our incredible uh, listeners. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, BSW Podcast underscore MB. Follow my co pilot, Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. That's J E R E M Y B R E N E R. Follow the mothership of the Dream Take, Dream Shake on Twitter at Dreamshake Shake SBN. You can follow the um, Twitter account for The Dream Take at The Dream Take. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to the uh, thedreamshake.com uh, for all things Houston Rockets all the time. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets!